Before every game, get your Padres talk on with us. This is Padres Social Hour. We're here inside the AMR studio getting you set for Padres and Cubs coming up at 5.05. Got a tweet coming in, I think, for you, Randy. Alfonso Flores wants to know what uh, snake are those boots? This are those Anaconda. Anaconda. Oh, yes. that's exotic. It is. It I is. like that. Very comfortable. Yeah, looking good. All right, evidently, Anaconda is the comfortable snake, if that's right. what you're going for. Yeah. Um, all right. it's wide. It's something, all right. Um, all right, wide. we're going to go now on the Cholula hotline. And Mr. Gonzalez, as I've been instructed to call <laughs> you, Mark, from the Chicago Tribune, how are you? I'm staying dry so far. I think we're going to get this game in. Uh, on, on time as well? On time as well. That's great. Uh, Mark is joining us. He is the beat writer for the Cubs for the Chicago Tribune. And Bill, an old, uh, an old hey, buddy Gunzo, of yours. How are you? I'm uh, Bill. How are you? That's more important. I'm doing. I'm doing great at my age. Uh, Gonzo, I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm Randy Jones here, and I'm keeping Bill in line. I'm trying to. <laughs> Somebody's got to. It's hard. It's hard to it, do. It's a lot of work. Yeah. Uh, Mark, it's. Uh, it's a fun time to be covering the Cubs. What's. Uh, what's the early season been like for you? Obviously, we know how the team's doing, but. From a media perspective, how is this compared to, to previous seasons? Probably like no other, just the sense of anticipation, the fast start. I think that the whole city's really embraced uh, the Cubs as well as the White Sox off to a good start. But, you know, the Cubs have been the talk of the town. Everybody knows the history, how long it's been since they've won a World Series. And I think uh, the start only fuels the anticipation that they believe the streak might, might end finally. Well, Gonzo, are you uh, are you seeing a lot of these players, everyday players? They they got to be playing with a lot more confidence than you've probably seen in the past. Yeah, it's like they expect to win. They don't fall behind very early, but when they do, uh, they they counter with a, with a three run rally in the sixth or seventh. Or uh, it, it's just they, they add on runs. If they get ahead early, uh, they'll add on insurance runs. Uh, the pitching's been uh, very deluxe. Not just the starters, but the relievers. Uh, they seem fearless when they get into jams. It, it goes back to confidence, what you said, but they are talented. You know, what's it like overall there, though, with the, both the Cubs and the White Sox playing that they are? That used to be a Bears town is it, and a Bulls town. Is it now a baseball town? Well, right now it is. And I'm glad you pointed that out because uh, with the Bulls and Blackhawks in the playoffs, uh, nobody's talking about them. It's all baseball right now, with the exception of a, an occasional Bears minicamp story or the draft <laughs> that was here. That went away quickly. It feels like the NFL draft uh, happened like three months ago because <laughs> the baseball has just seized the moment here. You know, I got another question for you, Mark. Okay, we got these Cubs, and back in 84, you had the Tigers that were 35-5 and five out of the gate. Have you uh, thought about which one of these teams would uh, – which is better right now, the 80 80- – the 84 Tigers or the uh, 2016 Cubs? Uh, wow. Well, I talked to Roger Craig yesterday, and, and he was very kind enough to, to share some thoughts, and he drew a lot of parallels. Uh, the one thing he pointed out is that their, 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 their starting pitching was very, very dependable. Uh, he did mention that, you know, Bryant and, and Rizzo have a chance to, to really be superstars in this league. He, he noticed that Bryant... Uh, really came on sooner rather than later. These people know him from the days the University of San Diego and Rich Hill and, and Rizzo, just the way he stands on top of the plate and so fearless and is able to just drive the ball. Um, those things stood out in his mind. i, I got to see what happens uh, with the Cubs. Right now, I, I'm almost leaning toward them only because they haven't lost consecutive games, but 
35 and 5 right now is the, uh, that, that raises the bar for me. Now, we were just talking before we got you on the line, Mark, about how the Cubs got here and the roster construction. And there were some lean years uh, before last season. Uh, you know, back-to-back last-place finishes, three seasons before that where they're five out of six or fifth out of sixth in the Central, uh, a 100-loss year in there as well. Obviously, now in hindsight, it seems like it's worth it, but were the, how were the fans then through those lean times that got the Chris Bryants and the Schwabers and all these other guys that have sort of created the foundation for this franchise – uh, essentially is the question, you know, was that worth it? Yeah, I believe it definitely was. When you haven't won a, a World Series since uh, 1908, uh, it's about time you try something different. And I'm not knocking the efforts by the previous regimes, but uh, let's face it, you go over a, a century without a World Series title, you got to try something different. And it was a risk because you got to strike gold not only in the draft, as they did with, with Bryant and, and Schwarber, but also... Uh, make trades uh, that, that nail it head on with Arietta and Stroke uh, from the Orioles. Uh, you know, the, the Addison Russell trade with the, with the A's. I mean, they struck gold on those deals, and uh, it's all lined up pretty well. So I would say uh, the risk was well worth it. You're going to mention the Rizzo Cashner trade? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you can throw that in as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah throw it in. That's well, a that's a that's a well, centerpiece you know, of the Gonzo, meal. Gonzo, do you do you think that the uh, the Cub offense right now can then can this offense carry them the whole year, or does the pitching yeah, have, I, is the pitching going to jump in there sooner or later? Um, I, I would think right now the, the the offense is caught up to the pitching. The pitching uh, was so terrific that the starters going uh, six innings uh, minimum for like the first three weeks. Is like the big issue was whether the relievers would get some work. Well, now. It's kind of settling in a nice balance. They had some extra inning games uh, over the weekend, and, and the bullpen was used quite a bit. The offense is, is stretched out very well. I mean, they haven't had like five guys get hot all at the same time. It's been, you know, two or three guys at a time. You know, right now Rizzo and, and Zilbert, who start up slow, they're really hot right now. And I think what really helps this offense is um, you have a uh, switch hitter at the top of the order in uh, – Fowler, who's really done a super job from start to finish. And then you have Zobris in the middle of the order, the switch hitters. It's really given uh, opposing managers fits in late inning situations as to who do you bring in. Well, Rand- Randy said that he's predicting a Padre sweep in this series. That's what you said, right, whoa, earlier? Whoa, 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 so whoa, whoa. I, I want to ask you, Mark, uh, what is the weakness, if there is one for this team, to give Padres fans something to maybe uh, latch on to? Is there a way to beat this team? I would say if you can pitch the way the Mets did in the playoffs, you got a chance. And what oh, so that is, so that's it? Yeah, <laughs> you had all power arms, and they pitched backwards, you know, breaking balls, change up early in the counts. They had the Cubs full. But I think uh, that's in the back of the Cubs' mind how to adjust to it. Uh, in terms of a, a long-range uh, issue, um, you know, maybe you look at catching the fact that David Ross is 39. He's playing a lot early only because Miguel Montero has been out with a back injury. Um, you're certainly going to look at Montero and his durability when he comes back. But other than that, I think Theo Epstein and his cabinet have really constructed a, a deep roster because they're getting contributions from guys that have been called up. You know, Ryan Kalish, uh, the name one. Uh, there's been a few other guys, too, that have chipped in, not in big contributions, but enough to get them over the hump. Well, Gonzo, hey, do they have the depth on the bench of a couple of key guys go down? Can they continue that? I, I think so. You know, it's a revolving door here. The one thing about Joe Madden, he's not afraid to move guys around. You know, Chris Bryant's played a lot of outfield. You know, that's, that's freed up Javi Baez off the bench. Um, it, it, Tommy Lestella never played third until he came to the Cubs 
uh, last year, and he's playing dependable at third as well as uh, coming off the bench as a, as a formidable left-handed hitter. So um, can they sustain another injury? I think so. You just got to be careful if it's at first base or the ace of the staff and Jake Marietta. All right. Well, uh, Mark, thank you very much. We'll see, obviously, how the rest of the season plays out for you guys, starting with this series uh, that should be getting started here in just a little bit. Appreciate it. Hey, and please keep Bill in line there. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, Gonzo. He's, uh, he's a renegade. He's hard to keep bottled in, but we'll do our best. Okay, take care, guys. All right, that was Mark Gonzalez ya, from the Chicago Tribune. And that was him on the Cholula Hotline. Don't forget to uncap real flavor with Cholula Hot Sauce, the hot sauce with the iconic wooden cap, and the official hot sauce of the San Diego Padres. Now, nothing changed for the Cubs from yesterday, but the Padres do have a different lineup. We'll take a look at it when we come back after this on Padres Social Hour.